Welcome to I'm Game with Fred Croner. Today I'm joined by Chase Gilliland, who is the boys basketball head coach for the Prairie View Ogden 7th grade and 8th grade basketball teams, both of which have qualified for state. Quite an achievement. Uh, first of all, Chase, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, it sounds like uh, I know you did a lot of yelling last weekend. Uh, you pretty well got your voice back, so it, uh, it's time to play some more games about uh, now, isn't it? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, they were pretty intense when you make it that far all the games are close and uh and it's a loud environment so there's a lot of a lot of yelling so well if we could let's go back to, to the start of the season as you guys were just getting practice underway what kind of expectations did you have for each of these groups for the seventh grade team and eighth grade team yeah i mean when you start the season you kind of you evaluate kind of where you're at and and what kind of talent you think you have and and uh you never really know where that's going to go and you hope that the kids will buy in um, to the program and, and kind of what you're trying to teach them. And um, we felt like that our group this year was, was they were definitely talented enough to be able to make a run in the postseason. Um, and we thought that they would buy in pretty well and they have, they've worked really hard all year. And, um, and so from the beginning, we kind of got that feeling. We knew with our eighth grade, what we had coming back and, and what that can mean for us. Um, and with our seventh grade, we knew we had some talent coming in. So um, it's just been really good. And we all practice together. So they they practice against each other. And that that really helps us out, especially for the younger kids practice against the, the bigger, stronger eighth graders. Um, and that has helped us out. Well, I would think that's something that can't be overlooked. I mean, that that's when you have two teams of that quality right there in the same gym, that, that has to help each other to, to go against that day in and day out, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, that's correct. We, we, uh, most of the time when we split them up, we do, we put seventh against eighth grade. Um, there are times where I, I kind of intermix them, but for the most part, um, it, we, we put seventh against eighth grade and, and it's really good for our seventh graders. And then obviously when we have a good seventh grade team, even better for our eighth grade to be able to go against them and make them better, but also getting better um, playing against them. And it just creates this kind of domino effect for year after year. Um, to have continued sustained success when you have have the team that kind of starts it and shows the the younger guys what it's all about. Well, let's start with the, uh, the seventh graders. They are playing in the third place game at the state tournament. They're going to play Lincoln Broadwell. Uh, that game is Thursday night, and uh, seventh graders have a record of twenty three and three. Talk a little bit about the strengths of that seventh grade team this year, if you would. Yeah. Um, I mean, we kind of have all the pieces um, that you kind of need. We have a strong guard, um, Lane McKinney. He's a really strong guard. He's he's really skilled. Um, he's kind of our team leader. Um, and the rest of the boys kind of know, like, as he goes, we kind of go. But they definitely um, – some of our strongest moments have been when he's either gotten in foul trouble um, during the year or has had to come out for an ex a, a period of the game or something like that. Um, kind of gives those other boys – the confidence that we can't just sit back here and watch Lane do this. We have to, we have to step up and, and they've done really well. I mean, we have, um, like I said, he's our lead guard. Um, we have Jameson Ehler, who's kind of a, a he's kind of, a, I guess you'd call him a shooting guard, but maybe a small forward. He can kind of play inside and outside. He's got a decent shot from the outside. Um, Lucas Waters, he's our, um, kind of power forward bruiser type, if you will. And he's got some nice touch around the rim. And then um, Aaron Rash is our center. 
who has come a long way. He he's a very strong kid. Um, and, but he does gymnastics. He's got crazy, crazy good core strength and, but his basketball skills come really far. And then, um, our other, we got some other, um, guards that we, that we can basically put in wherever we need to. Um, there's some smaller guys, Royce Lushin, Kaysen Goff and George Hale, um, that they, uh, really, uh, will do kind of whatever I ask them. Sometimes they come off the bench. They've started throughout the year. Um, they kind of will just, they're just kind of those glue pieces that kind of will fill in the cracks wherever we need it. And then um, our other two guys we have are uh, Connor McMahon and Wyatt McKinney. And they're both kind of forward types and they're great as well. I mean, they they come off the bench, they give it their all. Um, whenever, I, whenever I ask of them, they're willing to go in there and and try their best to do. And so it's just a really good team unit. Um, they work really well together, but then you also got to kind of have all those pieces. And we've been lucky enough to do that because um, the teams that there's some teams that will make it there and they might only have one piece and, and they get exposed pretty early. Um, well, and so it's we, really important to, to have that, that strength and balance and not have to just rely on one player because you never know when somebody's going to have to come out because of foul trouble or just need a breather or get injured, twist an ankle, something like that. So you really have to have the, the all around team to, to make a deep run, don't you? Exactly. Yep. And, and we showed that in our, in our first game, um, we went into overtime and, and, you know, like I said, Lane McKinney is really kind of our, our leader on the floor, especially. And um, he fouled out with a minute and a half left and we were only up four. Um, and so we knew that everybody kind of knew that we needed to step up in this and, and see what we could do to, to make this happen. And we couldn't let them take over and we couldn't, and they did, they did really good at just controlling the situation and understanding that we had the lead um, and we could get buckets if they were open, but we we knew that they were going to try to foul us and, and we just needed to be strong with the ball. And, and the kids that were on the floor at that time, they really, really did a good job. What what would you say are some of the strengths of the seventh grade team? I mean, is this a good ball handling team, shooting team, rebounding team, a quick team, what? Uh, yeah, they're, they're all pretty quick. Um, and we have, I would say, Ball handling is is not our major strength, but it's it's definitely up there. There's multiple people um, that can at least handle the ball, um, so we we that's a, a major strength. Um, we got three or four of them that can at least hand, handle their own um, with the basketball, and then um, really it's just toughness. I mean they they will grind it out if they need to, um, and they they kind of, they have this switch that they can flip. That's, it's really like, you know, I've, I've coached other good teams in the past and they just, it's the toughness. It's the, it's the realization that like, okay, we got to step it up here. Um, and they will. And, I, and I've had teams in the past, you know, they might come out, they might be the better team, but they'll come out slow. And this team really, they kind of have that mentality about them that if, if we're the better team, we're going to go out there and show it from the jump. Um, and we're not going to, we're not going to sit here and um, let the other team hang around. If we're really the better team, we're going to go out there and show it. And so, uh, so I've been really proud of them in the way they've done that because there are, I mean, some in our, in our league and just at this level, you know, you never, 
on a night to night basis, you might have a game where it's really close. And then you might have a game where you're up by 20 at the end of the first quarter. And it's really hard when you're a good team to play those games that where the competition is not really up to your level. Um, and they have, they have done really well in those situations and been able to work on things that they know will help them later in the year, as well as just kind of keep the pedal down until I tell them, okay, it's time to, to ease up a little bit. How do you feel philosophically about a third place game at state? I know some coaches say, you know, you don't come to get third at state, you come to win it. And if you can't win it, there shouldn't be a third place game. And others say they, they like that a chance to go out for a win uh, with a win and get a trophy. How, how do you feel about the third place game? Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily mind it. I would say, I, I mean, I, I understand where the coaches are coming from in there and the goal obviously is to, to win it all. Um, but it, it does, it, it gives them more to play for. Your season's not necessarily over just because you, you lost that second game at state. Um, and then the fact that, you know, especially small schools like us, I mean, we're, our, our ultimate goal is working for a trophy. And when you get there, you kind of see where the pieces fall. And um, so I don't, I don't, I would say, I don't really mind it. Well, you, you mentioned the, the small uh, smallness of the school, and I, I was going to point that out because I see on the IESA website, it lists the enrollment as 44 for the, between the seventh and eighth graders. So, I mean, yeah. that's really remarkable that to have two teams at state when you have that size of a school. Um, and I think you have, what, 18, 20 boys involved. I mean, that has to be the majority of, of the boys in school too, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's always a, uh, it, that's what makes these moments so special is, is you know we we get what we get and and whoever is in the class and in the district and goes out for basketball is is who we have I mean I was I was really blessed this year to have such a large team I've never really had um and we had nine and nine nine seventh graders nine eighth graders um that's probably the largest group of just seventh and eighth graders that I've ever had um usually we're having to pull up sixth graders sometime during the year um, the last time we went to the state championship, our team was made up of um, five uh, sixth graders and five seventh graders. So it just kind of, um, I, I was really blessed this year to kind of have a, a core group of, of all older kids that were um, in the right class. We weren't having to pull kids up and, and stuff like that because there just comes a maturity level there. Um, there's such a big jump between seven seventh and eighth grade but even a bigger jump between sixth and seventh grade basketball that uh but we've been blessed this year and it is it's really cool with these small schools and and I try to obviously you don't want the boys to to think that they they go to some kind of a smaller entity that's not up to par because we definitely are um but it, it's just cool in that situation that we you know, we kind of, we have to, to come together and play good basketball because we're most of the time, we're not going to have these, um, you know, studs as you would call them that these other schools might have. Um, and so we, uh, we just have to come together as a team and, and, and do our best. And we're really good at it. Well, one thing I think is interesting and it's probably goes without saying, but because of a school that size, the kids are involved in a lot of sports. And I, I know, mm -hmm basketball players are part of the a very successful baseball program. And, and again, of course it takes nine in, in baseball to go and, and at least five on the team in basketball. But I mean, you, you've got some good all around athletes there in both seventh and eighth grade, don't you? We do. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've been we've been blessed over the years that we do have um, do have some really good athletes and and families of athletes coming through, and um, it's just uh, you know I think that our our proximity to to St. Joe Champagne kind of helps us with that, um, but like I said, it, it's just we've been blessed with kind of this culture of um, athletics are important to our school and uh and they understand the value of it and so uh we've been blessed with some athletes well let's switch over and talk a little bit about the eighth grade team they have qualified for state and will play their first game quarterfinal game this saturday at assumption a and m uh, middle school you go against uh peoria or i'm sorry peru catholic and uh, your eighth grade team has a 19 and 5 records so talk a little bit about those kids and who some of the key contributors are yeah um Again, they, they kind of, we've had our, our ups and downs. I mean, mostly ups this year with our record. Um, we've run into a couple really strong teams. There was a couple wins that or losses that we thought should have been wins um, when the team kind of agrees on those. And not that we necessarily played bad in those games. We just felt like we let one get away. Um, we played a couple teams that were really, really good in St. Joe and Monticello um, that uh, if we played them again, we'd probably have a shot, but it's always going to be a close game because they're really, really good teams, um, bigger schools. And so, um, yeah, I would say with that team, I mean, we've, like I said, we've, I, I have some seventh graders that play up, but for the most part, eighth grade makes up that team. And um, Caden Wedig is kind of our, if Lane McKinney is our leader of our seventh grade, Caden's kind of our leader of our eighth grade. Um, he kind of, corrals everybody he gets everybody hyped up we kind of play off his energy um he's he's kind of our leader and um he's you know he scores the most points for us for the most part and uh but there's been times where he's been off the floor as well so so we have um dalton york he's our point guard um we have john couture he's our our big guy in the middle he's um he tells me he's six five. I would say he's, he's probably getting pretty close to that. Um, he's taller than I am for sure, and uh, so he's our big guy in the middle. And then our our other pieces we have uh, Aiden Hundley. He's our, our defensive stopper. You know we we tell him all the time that uh, he just needs to keep working on his shot because we can't afford to take him off the floor because of how well he plays defense. And um, and he he's gotten a lot better offensively as well. Uh, Garrett Lushin is our um, he's our another forward. Um, he plays alongside John down low, and and he's one, another one of our hustle guys. Um, and then off the bench, we got um, a lot of pieces. We got Mason Ram. He's another big for us. Um, Jackson Hundley or Jackson Labounty. He is um, he's a forward. And then um, let's see. Alex Vaughn is another one that uh, he's kind of a wing. He's, he's got a really nice shot. And so we, we've we been blessed, um, especially like, a, like we were talking about small schools earlier. Even if you get kind of a core group, a lot of times once you get to your bench, it kind of falls off. And, and we've been blessed to have um, our bench is definitely um, up to the challenge. And they come in and they can they can take those spots and they, they understand the importance of of the time that I'm in the game, I can't let the team down. I have, there, there can't be a let up when I come in. Um, 
and there's some, you know, and they're just, they're, they're really the eighth grade. I mean, both teams, especially, but the eighth grade, they're really good at, at picking each other up. Um, and then they just kind of like the, the seventh grade, which is probably where the seventh grade gets some of that mentality of, of they just work, you know, if they, even if they're not the most talented on the team, when they're out there, they're going to give it their all and it's going to show and it's going to help the team, even if they're not scoring buckets or um, doing things that may show up on the stat sheet, they're definitely going to be working hard. Um, and that, that definitely shows and rebounds and just in, in general, um, you know, cause if a guy gets a tip off of a rebound, cause he's crashing the boards hard, he might not end up with the ball, but the coaches, we see that he's the reason we got that rebound. Um, and so that's, it's a pretty special thing, how hard they work. Well, and you mentioned two of the other top eighth grade programs around the area in Monticello and St. Joe. And I believe they played for a two, a sectional championship for the right to go to state. And that went into a couple overtimes with Monticello. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, th those are, those are quality programs. And, and the interesting thing, you know, once your kids get into high school, they're going to be with the St. Joe kids. So, I mean, I would think you know, with St. Joe eighth graders being that strong and your eighth graders and seventh graders that strong, uh, it certainly looks like a bright future for the Spartans at the high school level, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. And that's, that's the way it's been like that for a few years now. And uh, it's always, it's always fun. We, we always like to go against St. Joe every year. Um, and our kid, you know, our kids are friends with those kids and, um, and they should be. And, and it's exciting to kind of, have that competition there but then it's also exciting to see that because it's such great competition and they're coming together once they get into high school how how good that program is going to be for years to come so let's talk about the, the state tournament coming up what what are some of your expectations for state and and do you think the kids look at this kind of as a reward for what they've done for the season or is there going to be extra pressure to try to, to win that game and, and get into the trophy round yeah um, I think they look at it as a reward. You know, we do a pep rally for them. Um, and, and it's definitely, you know, you set that goal of, of making it to the state tournament. And then once you get there, you kind of see what happens and you assess kind of your matchups and, um, but they definitely look at it as a reward, but then they understand that the job's not done yet. Um, we, uh, we tell them all the time that, you know, we want them to go in and, and, have fun and enjoy the experience, but understand that, that we still have a job to do. And so it's, it's finding that balance and, and they're pretty good at that. You know, there's always kind of, and we saw it with the seventh grade a little bit in our first game. Um, and with the eighth grade, um, I'm sure we'll see it too. There's always some nerves a little bit to, when you get to that stage of playing. Um, and I mean, I'll be honest, my, the first game I coached in state a few years ago, I was a little nervous just you know you step out on that court and you're you're kind of in this elite class and um and i've i've gotten over that now but the kids i mean it's definitely understandable so we usually will go through that a little bit there'll be some some turnovers maybe or, or some missed shots that normally would go down and and you know you just kind of have to keep working with them and and they get over that and we did that with our seventh grade you know we we trailed a little bit in that first game and you could tell we were a little nervous and then they kind of flipped that switch and realized, well, this is just basketball, you know, just like we've been playing all year. And I, I, the eighth grade will probably be the same way. Um, but they, they understand that, that uh, we're going there and, and we deserve to be there. So there's nothing to be nervous about. 
Well, and, you know, you realize how special this is when you look back on, on some of the history. Coming into this year, uh, PVO had had one seventh grade team that had placed at state, and that was your 2020 team that was second, and then one eighth grade team that had placed at state, and that was back in 2009 when they got second place. So, I mean, you have a chance this year to, you're at least going to get one more trophy, and you have a chance to, to double what they've done in school history. So, I mean, that uh, that's really a special season, isn't it? It is, yep. And we, we've been talking about that recently, that um, I, like I said, this is my seventh year. This will be my third seventh grade team that's made it to state. I've never had an eighth grade team um, make it. And so now we have. And um, I just told them the other day, I said, you know, we're, we could double the amount of trophies in basketball, boys basketball that this school has had and uh in one year and i said it'd be there'd be nothing cooler than having a big old trophy case with both trophies and and for the entire team for them to come in and and you know it's special when you walk in those doors pvo when you're an alumni and you see those trophies i mean my brother was on that that 2009 team the eighth grade that got second and um he still will brag about that you know that he'll walk in there and and or his his old teammates when they'll they'll see each other and you know we won the first trophy PVO's ever won in basketball and um and so it's just it's a special thing you know PVO has been a volleyball school for a long time and our volleyball program is still great um but it was one of those things it was time to start putting some trophies in the cases for the boys and and with baseball and basketball we started to do that all right. Well, best of luck uh, for the rest of this week with both of those teams. Uh, we hope everything goes well. Uh, we've been talking today with Chase Gilliland, the seventh uh, and eighth grade boys basketball coach at Prairie View Ogden. Chase, before I let you go, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, not much. I'll just say uh, thank you for this opportunity and, um, and thank you for all the support. The community is great. Um, like I said, PVO is a special place. Uh, it's, it's like a family and, uh, I love coaching there because, you know, there's the support of the community and, and the, the other, I don't know how many times I walk into the school and the other students that aren't even on my team um, are telling me hi and they know my name and, um, and I'm not even their coach, you know, kind of a thing. It's just a special place. And so um, to be able to have this success and do this, I love coaching there and, and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. So I, I hope, that we can keep this success rolling, not only in this postseason, but for years to come. All right. Well, I hope so, too. Thanks again. Uh, congratulations on an excellent season, and let's get a couple more wins. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Thanks.